Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hits. Breaking news. And uh, I was shocked. I have to be honest with you. I was shocked. That was my initial reaction when I when I heard this, the story that RTE has no plans for Ryan Tuberty to return to the broadcaster. Uh, in a statement this evening, uh, the DG, Director General, uh, Kevin Backhurst, said negotiations with Tuberty had concluded without success. Now, my initial reaction was that of shock because I assumed he would be back on the, the radio. Obviously, he's not going back to the Late Late Show. That was not going to be happening. But I assumed he was going to be back on his uh, radio show um, when it when it came back after the summer break, uh, I could have gar- I would have bet my house on it, and I'm l- absolutely shocked that this is not the case. Now, um, Kevin Backhurst did release a statement. I'm not going to read it out in full because Jesus would be here all night. But um, the bones of it, uh, he said, we went into the negotiations with Ryan in good faith and in the hopes of reaching an agreement that would see Ryan return to RTE Radio 1 show, which Ryan has always said that he wants to do. He wants to be back on the radio. He loves the radio show. Uh, Kevin Backhurst says, I have decided not to continue in negotiations and as such, there are no plans for Ryan to return to his presenting role with RTE at this time. And it goes on and on and on. I might read more of it out a bit later on. But I want to get your thoughts on this. Uh, 087-188-0008. What is your reaction to it? Are you happy to hear that he's not returning? Do you think he's been used as a scapegoat in the whole RTE wages scandal? Uh, I personally do. Uh, I was on Virgin Media News uh, about two weeks ago. And it wasn't about Ryan Tuberty, but I was asked the question about Ryan Tuberty and I said, and I stand by that, I believe he has been made a scapegoat of. Uh, there's a lot of hatred towards Ryan Tuberty. I just don't get it. I don't get the hatred. Uh, he's a great broadcaster. He's one of the best broadcasters we have in this country. And uh, I think it's it's a big loss. I really do. But uh, to joining us on the line now to talk more about this is Sunday Independent reporter Mark Ty. You're very welcome to the show, Mark. How are you? I'm great, Jeremy. Thanks. Good. And come here. By the by, completely unrelated to uh, Ryan Tuberty. I only found out about twenty minutes ago. Are you an Everton supporter as well? I'm a, I'm a toffee a lot. Yeah. yeah there's very f- there's yeah. very few of us, and that's why we get excited when we meet each other because uh, we're few and far between, aren't we? So we are. Yeah, I inherited from my dad, so it's a genetic condition at this stage, and uh, passing on to my children for their the four things well uh, funny story for you about that uh, I have a young fellow as well who's mad into football he got into, mad into football about two years ago and I tried to make him uh, an Everton supporter like myself <laughs> and uh, he sat down and watched a game I can't even remember what it doesn't matter what game was because we're crap in all the games but he sat down and he watched a game of Everton playing I had the jersey and all bought for him and he said oh no I'm not following them so he went off <laughs> he, he went off and supported Chelsea just to spite me he did ok, okay. Anyway, glory hunter yeah, good man good man absolutely anyway you've been following this story uh, for, for quite some time first of all I want to get your, your reaction to it because it's quite fresh it's quite raw What were you shocked by the news uh, this evening I, so I'm surprised by it so that it came so quickly after the statement yesterday. Like, obviously, there had been an issue, and if, you, if people have been following it very closely, and most people probably hadn't been following it intricately, you'd, you know, you'd be aware that ever since Tuberty and his agent, Noel Kelly, went before the Oireachtas and told their side of the story, there was a credibility deficit there. You know, they were saying that this whole Renault deal, you know, for Tuberty to get 75,000 euro extra a year through doing these... Uh, 
these gigs for Renault in, in, in showrooms around the around the country. Um, Tuberty and Kelly insisted that this was nothing to do with them, really. This was a deal that Orsi had pushed on them, and it wasn't part of contract negotiations. And they're basically saying, look, the restatement of our of, of Tuberty's salary, you know, where it was uh, shown to be 440, but then Orsi came back and said, no, actually, that should have been 522,000. A big difference. Tuberty's saying, well, look, these are separate things. The, the Renault deal wasn't part of my overall contract negotiation. I suppose what was clear from the Grant Thornton report yesterday was that it very much was. You know, you can see in the whole contract negotiations, the emails from Brito O'Keefe, who was the um, financial director in RT, was quite clearly saying this third-party deal was part of the overall compensation package for Ryan Tuberty going forward in 2020. So when Tuberty came out yesterday and said, oh, look, I'd be proven right, there's nothing, you know, my, my statements, the, the, the amount of earnings I got from RT were always correctly stated. Or I think this is just too hard for RT and Kevin Backhurst to swallow, saying, hang on, no, yeah. we've, we've all admitted or we were all on the, the same page saying that the, 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 the earnings for Tuberty were wrongly published previously, but Tuberty wasn't willing to accept that. He was sticking to the story that him and Noel Kelly went with before the Eurotis Committee. And that's ultimately what's where the parties, you know, fallen short. It wasn't on salary, it wasn't on commitments, you know, to the radio station or, you know, to his spot. It was, you know, what side of the story were they going to stick to? And that's what it appears to be, uh, reading between the lines that it's a trust thing here. And uh, following this uh, over the last couple of months, you know, and, and seeing uh, Turbidy's statements that he gave that time, and I'm thinking, you know, it, it is going to be very hard for him to go back to RTE because he, he sat there for a couple of hours and basically um, slammed the company that he, uh, wor- well, not that he works for, that employs him because he was a contractor. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, it's the golden rule in this business, as you know, we all work in media, that you don't, you don't uh, basically throw your company under the bus. Now, they threw home him under the bus as well. Um, did, what did you make of the statement made by uh, the RTE Director General this evening? Yeah, he was just on um, the 9 o'clock news uh, with Sharon Nivillon. So um, just just a few minutes ago here where um, Kevin Backer said he was shocked. Uh, sorry, he'd spoken to Tuberty today and then Tuberty was shocked and disappointed to be told that that was it. Um, he did leave a little bit of wriggle room. But, you know, he said, look, it is time to move on. But, um, you know, the door is still open if, if Ryan will have a U-turn, I suppose, and uh, basically get on board with the, the story and, and admit, I suppose, that the... His, his salary had been uh, overstated and that the, the Renault deal was uh, part of the overall compensation package. So I don't think he has been uh, targeted for criticising the management, like the RT board and, and Kevin Backhurst and even you know Adrian Lynch, the interim AG, interim uh, director general, have all said mistakes were made, that it's or- like the Grant Thornton report is fine, it wasn't Tuberty's fault that these misstatements were made publicly. Um, so I don't think he's been punished for that. He's been punished for this Thing and which you know most of the TDs and senators just couldn't swallow either. That say that it wasn't something that Tuberty and his agent pushed. That they had to have this um, extra seventy-five grand a year, whether it was you know underwritten by RT or not, and whether it was provided through a third party, which is Renault or the 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 this, uh, you know slush fund that which we all found out about and found fascinating. I think it's the, that's where the credibility issue is as has basically undermined Tuberty's future in RTE that he said I didn't know any of this would be paid by RTE even you know you had this kind of uh, theatrical moment where Tuberty was saying oh I could repay the money to this UK company and they're like hang on that money would have to go back to RTE it's RTE <laughs> yeah. money and you know he was turning around to his agent you know, who, who would the money go back to and you're like oh, come on Ryan we, we, we know we know it came from RTE at this stage you know so I think 
you know, Toberty, his lawyer, his agent, were all sticking to their guns saying we didn't know where that money was coming from ultimately. But, you know, if you look back at the records, I don't think that story really stood up to test. If and it's hard to speculate, uh, I've interviewed Ryan a, a couple of times uh, over the years. I've always found him very, very nice. How do you think he will be feeling right now? Because he did, he kept stipulating over the last couple of months. I want to go back to him. He loved his radio show. I think he loved his radio show more than the the Late Late Show. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, that was that was his baby, a very successful baby as well. I mean, and I, I ended up getting into arguments earlier on with people on Twitter because a lot of people who don't work in the the media industry they don't understand how it works, and people were saying. Oh, he gets such and such money for a couple of hours work, and they don't see the work that goes in behind, like the the, the amount of prep that took for the late late show. He wasn't just arriving in uh, on a Friday at uh, a quarter to nine and just sitting down and and doing it all. You know, that's not the way it was happening. Um, how would you say he's feeling at the moment? Well, I think Backhurst has said, you know, disappointed and shocked. I think Toberty expected to be back on air that this deal will conclude. Like obviously. From the statement this evening, we know that they've agreed all the, the nitty-gritty nitty on pay. He was going to take a pay cut. It would be under €200,000. The hours, the, the, the commitment to the show was all sorted. So I think I think he'd be devastated by this. You know, like RT was his home. Like he flirted with going to the BBC. That doesn't seem to be a live issue at the moment. He's done some uh, work there. Uh, so I think he'd be he'd be devastated, yeah. Like, he, he you know, he's been at RT since he... Uh, before he was in, went through puberty, you know, somebody who was growing up around RTE, and you know, he was a, he was a consummate uh, radio host, so and you know, a very very capable radio host. So I think he'd be devastated. Absolutely, I th- I think he will too. And well, taking us to the next, that takes us nicely to the next question: as what does the future hold for Ryan uh, Tuberty? Uh, I mean, when I was trying to thinking about it coming in this evening and thinking of uh, other media companies in Ireland uh, that would take him on and the kind of money that he commands, uh, I can't see any media company uh, being able to afford him. So is there room in the UK for him? Would he go to the UK? Would he want to go to the UK? Yeah, I, th- I think there look there'd be lo- lots of options. Even after giving up the late late, he talked about maybe doing a podcast. You know, he'd had a lot more time on us on his hands from giving up that big commitment of the Late Late Show every week. So, you know, he could go on an independent route, you know, where he'd be his own boss. I think, yeah, like there's no great appetite at the moment maybe for him in Bauer, who control news talking today FM. But I think down the line, I don't see why they wouldn't offer him a job. You know, he, at the end of the day, look, you know, he hasn't robbed anyone. He he, he hasn't committed any crimes here. Oh, no, absolutely you not. Know, um, I think he's been unwise. Um, in 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 maybe not you know and some of the statements he's put out you know where he, he didn't you know say oh, I, sh- I could have corrected my public uh, salaries or he hasn't been maybe I think he's been badly advised really and he's been very loyal to his agent um, and maybe to the you know it, it, I think it's cost him his RTE career in the immediate future but I think you know he, he hasn't stopped being a, a very good broadcaster so I think there will be a big market for him oh I think There'll so be a lot of sympathy for him as well I think among a lot his, his loyal followers and but social you know, media uh, looking at social social media is a cesspit at the best of times you know that yourself social media uh, the, the, the comments being made about him like he was after stealing a, an old granny's pension or something like that it's just it's unbelievable the things that, that, that people have been saying about him uh, and the pure the pure hatred and I think a lot of it comes from people not understanding uh, how the media works and the kind of audience that he commanded I mean the Late Late Show I think the average audience for the Late Late Show was 430,000 uh, a week like that is a huge huge audience number that brings in huge huge revenue as well yeah, well, no, Kelly was saying he claimed that uh, Tuberty had brought in 100 million euro to RTE over the last, 
I think it was eight years he was saying that was over. Um, so look, in a time of you know where everyone's streaming and the, the endless options, you know, yeah, he 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 made sure eyeballs are on RT on Friday evening, Friday night. Uh, his radio show was very successful and brought on a lot of sponsorship, yeah, uh, a lot of listeners, and you know. Tuberty was such a you know he was Mr. RTE so it's been an amazing uh, fall from grace in the last you know twelve weeks really so it's extraordinary um, and I don't, I don't, really I don't think I don't think it's the last of it this is definitely an ongoing story and I have a feeling we'll be talking we'll be talking to you again uh, Sunday Independent reporter Mark Tog thanks very much for joining us such short, yep. such short notice by the way um, it just, happy to help thanks very much Mark and up to toffee yeah. up to toffees as well. Yeah, again, hopefully. Cheers. Thanks very much. Don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. Um, that is uh, Mark Tykes on the Independent Reporter, just giving us a lowdown on what has happened to to lead up to this. And you know, just looking and you know, Twitter. Uh, I do like Twitter. I use Twitter quite a bit, but Twitter is not a representation of public opinion. I don't believe. I mean, if you look on Twitter and you you put a search for Tubbs and I mean, someone just replied to me there, he's an overpaid twat. Uh, and again, that's that's just unhelpful. That doesn't get you anywhere because that person who's saying he's an overpaid twat probably follows uh, Liverpool Football Club where players are getting paid two million a week to kick a ball. So it's all relative. And I'm not here licking Ryan Turberty's arse by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm just telling you from someone who works within the media, I understand the value of someone who is successful. His late, late show brought in 434,000 just think about that for a moment 1,000 people every single week his radio show 330 odd thousand people uh, every day they are huge huge audience numbers They that brings in a lot of revenue he wasn't being paid for bad figures or bad uh, listenership or bad viewership uh, he was a ratings winner and the people slagging him off over that wouldn't think twice about their favourite footballer getting two million a week so I just think you you need to understand how the media works and uh, everybody's everybody over the last couple of weeks has become a barstool media expert and I'm telling you if you don't work in the media you don't know how it works so sit back on your barstool I want to hear from you 87 8 087-188-0008 What is your reaction to us? Breaking news, we're the first show to talk about it because it literally only happened a couple of uh, hours ago. Uh, Ryan Tuberty will not be returning to RTE. I think it's a huge loss, I really do. Let me go to Cathy. Uh, how are you, Cathy? Hi, Jeremy, how are you? How are you? Are you on my side of the argument uh, that you think it's a loss? You think he's been badly treated? I've met him a few times and I can swear on my life... He is one of the nicest people I've ever met. When he's running that late, late show, he's often there to way after 12 o'clock, talking to people in the green room, talking to people out the front. He's a lovely person, and he certainly does not deserve all the bullying he's getting at the moment. And again, it's, it's, it's complete ignorance that uh, people just assume that, you know, he works, you know, I'm, I'm just looking at someone else who just, who just replied to me there. Uh, how is five hours work a week worth 200 grand a year? No, I mean, that's, that's crap. That's uh, bullshit. He's been, bullshit. When he's yeah. doing the Late Late Show, you know well he's in there at eight o'clock in the morning where they're having their meetings and everything. Oh, complete. The Lily shows, it takes a whole week to plan it and to put it together. Are people forgetting all about the children on the Late Late Show? Some of them um, weren't well and how he supported them and raised money for them and then shows people how they're improving. he's, He's actually one of the nicest people in the media, in my opinion. 
and the bullying that he's getting. If you saw him three months ago, he's changed so much in the last three months. He's a broken man. He really is yeah, a broken man. Yeah, I know. But why the... F- I'm not going to swear. Why the hell are people doing that to him? Why are they picking on him? Okay, because... Why don't they pick on the bloody government or someone? Because... He's just an ordinary man with kids who um, is trying to make a living, all right? Well, a very good, a very good living, it has to be said now as well. Yeah, I know, but he does work, um, as you know, many, many hours. I think a lot of it is down to Irish begrudgery. People hate to see successful people and, you know, the wages he was getting were staggering. I don't think he... I, I do think he should have been on a good wage, but I don't think he should have been on anything that he was on. That's um, to do with RTE and his agent. Yeah, oh, completely. It's not... If, I mean, if yes. they turn around to you tomorrow and said, right, Jeremy, uh, you're 300 grand a year from now on, right? You're hardly going to say, oh, no, I can't take that, are you? I would be sorry if the bosses of Ireland's classic hits are listening at the moment. I'd be out of here. I wouldn't even pack my bags. I'd be going down to to RTE straight away. Yes, absolutely. Not one person listening listening to this show uh, at the moment would turn down uh, a pay rise from their employer if their employer said that. Uh, I know. No, absolutely, absolutely and, not. Um, it, it's the worst bullying I think I've seen in many many years. And some of those people, what they're writing up on Facebook and Twitter, they should be bloody ashamed of themselves. Social media, I don't, don't believe, represents... OK, here's the thing. We're, we're a radio show with a huge audience here tonight, yeah? And I would be very surprised... In fact, just say that for a second. I'm going to ask uh, our Jane producer outside. Uh, Jane, are we getting any uh, calls in from, from haters yet? Uh, Ryan Turbidy haters. Sorry, I can't hear you. Go on, say again, sorry. No. Not yet. Now, what does that say? Um, yet if you go on Twitter, so these people are just blown hot air. Like, just ignore them. Just ignore them, you know. Uh, stay there for a second, please, um, Kathy. Let me go to Patricia. How are you, Patricia? How you doing? Are you a fan of Tuberty? Are you obsessed at the news? Well, there's a question there. You'd have to know how much he has is getting a year. In common sense, common knowledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like if you had a contract with somebody and you, you have to know what you were getting and how much you were getting. So no one walks in blindfolded and gives somebody else. Well, you see, OK, again, what I will say, uh, Patricia, is that when you're a normal PAYE worker and you work a 40-hour week for a, a company, mm-hmm. OK, and you get the same wages every week and it comes in in a pay slip yeah, yeah. and you, you know exactly what it is. It's always the same. It's the same every month. For the vast majority of people listening to the show, the vast majority of the Irish population uh, who are PAYE workers, they know exactly. They could tell you down to the cent how much they get. Uh, but when you are a contractor and when you're invoicing and when you have monies coming in, and again, I'm not defending uh, what he did, but when you have monies coming in from left, right and centre and you have invoices here and you have to pay agents here and uh, so on and so forth, it's a bit more complicated than just being a, a PAYE worker with a wage slip every week, if you, get, if you get the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, but the point I'm making is you have to, in RT or anywhere, I think, and anywhere in this kind of business and property, you should know how much he was getting here. You'd have to know, because if, I, if you're in RT there, Germany, whatever, you'd have to know. Someone has to sign this. You have to know how much you get in a year. That's it. That's what the people are confused about. And he's saying... And well, then, no, hang on. I, I don't know. I don't know how much I will earn uh, this year. My, my earnings change on a monthly basis, by the way, depending on how much I work. So I don't... 
I don't get the same. If you asked me and put a gun to my head now and asked me how much money I made last month, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I genuinely, you'd have to ring my accountant. No, I'm talking about property. No, but I'm saying it's the same. It's the same thing. People in the media, when they have incomes coming from different right. sources and stuff okay. like that, and I'm telling you now, hand on my heart. And if Niall was here, he'd be able to say the same thing. Uh, no, he wouldn't be earning as much as me. That's a joke, by the way, Niall, if you're listening. But Niall wouldn't be able to tell you the exact amount here. So it's not, it's not cut and dry. Right, right. Another issue they were saying: Why does he use talent? Put the word talent. There's people there with the cameras, the makeups. All these important when people are important too. Why do you use term talent? Well, that's a word that's used in the media for it. Well, it's shortened. It's on-air talent. That's what it's yes. called. On-air. Yes. Th- that's just a word. That doesn't mean he's more talented than anyone yes. else. That's what they're coming across. On that well, no, no. You see again because you don't work in the media. People who work in that's what people who are on air and the, the, the face of RTE or Ireland's Classic Hits Radio, but we don't use that word in here, by the way, but they would normally refer to as on-air talent. So that's that's hardly worth getting them. Do you think Cathy uh, Patricia's getting upset over nothing here? Yeah. Um, people are forgetting that he's paying his accountants. He's paying Noel Kelly. I wonder how much he's paying him. He's also paying tax. Paying a no, huge amount of tax. No, yeah, I know. Everyone's forgetting that. He's no, not sitting at home, um, you know, doing nothing. So you one, one, one at a time. Go ahead, Patricia. One at a time. You would have to know how much you'd get in a year. How much sense? No, you wouldn't. That's the whole point, Patricia. You wouldn't. Your accountant what knows. contract? Right. How many years in the virtual? Okay, you, you asked me right now, Patricia, how much did I earn last year? No, I wouldn't ask that question. No, no, ask me, ask me the question. How much? Say, Jeremy, how much did you earn last year? No, she doesn't want to ask me the question. Well, I'm telling you, you don't have to ask me the question because I'm telling you the answer would be, I don't know. I would have to go through figures. And, and that's right. not, by the way, that's not, um, it's, there's nothing under the, uh, untoward going on. Everything is accounted for and all that. But I just don't know that would be in my accounts because, again, uh, salary goes up and goes down. And it's not that I earn a huge amount of money. I certainly don't. Uh, but I just don't know. So there's, the, there's your answer, Patricia. Right. Another, another question. How come I came up about the five year of the care? How come? Sorry, say that again. About to come up by the winner of care. That is. That wasn't him. That was Marty Morrissey. Well, I know that. That's another issue. In the ERT as well. Yeah, well, why don't you all start going on about Marty Morrissey yeah. then? Why is it all. I leave Marty alone. I leave no. Well, I don't want to go on about anybody that's not here to defend I'm themselves. Saying, no, I'm just saying what the nine people. And what I hear is people saying. I'm not, I'm not mad at them. I'm just saying. You ask me what to say, what I say. And I don't care. Pleasure, um, Wheeler, whatever his name is. But the point is, he had the car for five years and all the company car, whatever he had. I don't know and I don't care either. Yeah, but that's, we're not talking about Marty Morrissey. We're talking about Ryan Tuberty. Let me ask you, Patricia. Let's, let's focus on this. Uh, do you, Are you sad that he's not going to return to, to RTE radio? Me, personally? I, I'll be honest with you and I'll be straight with you. I don't listen to him. You don't? Okay, that's fine. No. Jesus, that's... You know, not not everybody not everybody does. No. Um, but you do understand that three hundred and thirty thousand people every day did listen to him. But is, yeah. I mean, I so mean, no. But do you understand? Answer. Do you understand how big of an I audience that is, and that, oh. how how much revenue having no. an audience like that brings in? I'll, I'll tell you another thing. A lot of people. No, you did. You, did you listen to my question? I, I did. Yeah. Well, well, what? But what's your what's your response to it? Do you understand? The kind of revenue that is generated when uh, listenership figures are that high. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with what you're saying there. But the point I'm making is this. 
there's thousands of people like me. I say there's more people like me. I wish there's thousands. Don't listen to uh, the late late show, whatever. Now, not since when Gabe died, not that kind of thing. I looked at, I used to look at late late show. But I find the times not interesting. I don't like it, and that's it. But, but that's but that's not what I'm asking you. I'm not asking you the question whether you like it or not. Lots of people don't watch the the late late but show. I don't watch the late late show myself um, because yeah. because I'm normally out on a Friday night. But that's not the point. I'm asking you the question: Do you see the value of someone who can bring in an audience of one third of a million people? Well, it was on the... No, 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 just answer. You're not answering the question. This, this is like the, the back in the Ryan Turberty when he was in front of the no, the, the panel. No, do, do you see the value? That's all I I'm do, asking. yes. Okay, you do see the value? Yeah, people... Yes, so many thousands. Yes. No, another thing is, does this happen about Turberty, right? And now people are just fed up of this. They're saying they just don't want to say it, hear it. In two, three months' time... Oh, they're all got my property. It'll be someone else. Oh, yeah, should they be hating on, uh, they'll be hating on, um, what's his name, on uh, Patrick Keelty then after that. Thanks very much for your call, Patricia. If you want to get in on this, 87 188 Jesus, things are getting uh, fairly heated. Let me just see here. Is this breaking news? Uh, apparently the door is still open now in RTE. The door was closed, now it's back open. Uh, they must have got a bit of WD-40. Uh, so this is obviously from um, Mr. Backhurst, who's been speaking on the nine o'clock uh, news, as we've been on as well. And uh, he said there's been a lot of mistakes made and uh, some particular big mistakes by RT and also by Ryan and his advisors. So this, it's like, you know what it's like, it's like a marriage. It's like a marriage breaking down um, and they're trying to settle the divorce. Um, however, he said he was particularly disappointed with a statement from Ryan, Mr. Tuberty following a highly anticipated report into his earnings. So uh, is the door open? Is the door closed? We want to hear from you. 087-188-0008. We're talking about the breaking news story uh, that Ryan Tuberty will not be returning uh, to RTE. The door was closed. Now the door is, let's not say it's fully open, OK? The door is slightly ajar at the moment. It's just swinging open a little bit. Um and again, you see, when you break it down, uh, and a lot of you may think I was being harsh on Patricia there. I wasn't. I was just stating facts uh, to Patricia. I mean, she thought that Tuberty was the one that had the car when it was Marty Morrissey. Um, she also didn't know what the audience figures were for the Late Late Show or the Ryan Tuberty Show. And when I put those figures to her, you know, the Late Late Show was bringing in just shy of half a million uh, viewers a week. That brings in massive, massive revenue. And, you know, that. And then she got upset about him being called a talent. I tried to explain that to her as well, that someone who is uh, who was on the air, uh, be it TV or radio, are normally called the on-air talent. That's just the... That's Ireland's just the Classic Hits Radio. It is Ireland's Classic Hits Radio with Jeremy Dixon here, live until 11pm tonight. And we're dealing with the breaking story. Uh, by the way, we will be coming to something else in about 10 minutes, but I just wanted to give this uh, some airtime because it's the first chance that people are going to have to talk about this. Now, by tomorrow... Uh, every radio show will have done it, but we're the first uh, to cover this topic because it broke literally as I was arriving in uh, to work to do my two-hour show. That's all I work, two hours. You see, people believe that. They believe when they hear presenters on the radio or the TV uh, that those people only work those hours. They have no idea about the prep that goes in, the after prep, the pre-prep, all that sort of stuff. They think that Ryan Turberty literally got out of his car five to nine on a Friday night and walked in and did the Late Late Show and then said... 
See you later as soon as it was over. That's not how uh, TV and it's certainly not how radio works. So uh, I'm happy to to inform you on that. Anyway, uh, I'd like to hear from you. 087-188-0008. Kevin Backhurst, uh, of course, the the DG of RTE, was on uh, 9 o'clock news there on RTE uh, a few moments ago. I just got a chance to listen to some of what he said. I might just play a bit of it here. Uh, So this is the RTE Director General on 9 o'clock news. So a breakdown in trust. Does this... Well, that's Sharon first. ...that statement issued last night, this difference of interpretation over these so-called Renault payments? It doesn't boil down to the statement alone. Um, I think part of the discussions throughout with me and Ryan Tupperty have been about the need to take responsibility uh, on both sides. And, you know, RTE has taken responsibility, has borne the the vast majority of responsibility for what went wrong here. But I also felt it was important that Ryan himself owned a certain amount of responsibility for this, and we had some discussions about that, and that was important. So just to be clear... And it goes on and on and on, but that's the bones of it. And I said this at the start of the show... It's like uh, watching a divorce because that's exactly the way uh, couples go on when they're divorcing. It's always blame and who's more uh, at fault than the other. And, uh, oh, you said you'd bring me out for meals and you wouldn't bring me out for meals. Well, you said you'd dress sexy for me and you wouldn't dress sexy. It's the exact same thing. It's a he said, she said, and who, who's uh, more to blame than the other. It's just... Um, it's just absolute mess. It really is. And it's all happened in, in public view. Let me go to uh, let me go to line two, and that is Ross. How are you, Ross? You're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are things? Uh, how are you getting on? You're Good. Well. Now, what's your reaction to this? Totally. Yeah. I can't, I can't stand them. R to E. Absolutely. Well, no, I'm not asking you can you stand her or not. That's, a, that's irrelevant to the conversation. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know how he feels about you either. Um, but what do you make of what's happened and the fact that he may not... Go back to RTE. Good luck to him. He has enough money to retire now. So, good luck to him. Um, I tell you now, why I, I, to be honest with you now, you sound like a Tuberty fan to me. Oh, here we go. Here Tuberty. we go. Jesus Christ, it didn't take long. What do you mean I sound like a Tuberty fan? Because I'm speaking sense here, Ross. Okay, you're speaking sense. Tuberty, now. Oh, okay, well, before you go, you said you don't like him. Well, why don't you like him? Let's, let's get I to the... Is it, is it because he earned a lot of money? No, no, nothing to do with earning the money at no. all. No, but it's funny because the first thing you said when you came home was, oh, he has enough money to retire on. So, obviously, you... I'll explain why I dislike Tuberty. I'll explain to you right now why I dislike Tuberty. Go on. Stop being a Piers Morgan and interrupting me. Go on, tell me. Tuberty pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed more than any other RTE... The vaccine, is that what you're going to mention? No, no. Lockdowns, is that what you're going to mention? The COVID narrative. Oh, here we go, Jesus. The only man in the world ever gets... Oh my God! How did I know? You know, if I had been, if I had been a, and I'm not a gambler, I would have put my house, and that's what you're going to say, Ross. So you're you're upset that the little man on the television um, uh, will, was t- telling people to stay safe and to stay indoors. That's what you're upset about. No, no. Well, it no, seems like no. you are. Do you know what? Every time he was on the radio, on the news, every time he was interviewed on the street, no matter when, he was like. I had COVID. I am the COVID survivor. Every time. Never heard him saying that. times a week. Which, well, do you know what? Look, I heard him and I seen him. I'm not making it up. And he just pushed. And then the late, late Thai show and he had the children with their pretend doctors and nurses set and pushing. Pushing, yeah. yeah sure. You, 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 you probably, you probably, hang on, you probably believe all of us in the media were, were paid by Big Pharma as well to push the vaccine. Do you as well? Are you one of those people? 
Do you know what? Classic classic hits is probably one Oh, of here we go. Few. No, no, answer the answer, answer the question because uh I'm a, for the last four years since COVID came along, I've I regularly get tweets still still by the way even though everybody else has forgotten about it from people asking me did I get paid by Big Pharma to push uh, the Covid vaccine so uh, well, do you do you, no answer, answer the question do you believe uh, that people that literally Pfizer came along to me or came along to Ryan Turbidy and said here's an envelope we want you to push the vaccine do you believe that I do believe not all of you some of oh you oh my god did. okay where's the proof where's the proof do you know what come here you, you you sound like a right politician. No, where is the proof? If you're going to say something, where is the proof? Where, where? is the... Well, have you got a photograph of a cheque from Pfizer to send to any member of the media um, for, for pushing the vaccine? Why in God's name would I want to... Why would I... First of all, how would Pfizer even know who I was to ring me and say, here, you, can you, can you push the vaccine? Do you own the radio station? Do you direct? Are you a director? Do you own the God radio almighty. station? was released okay okay Ross I, 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 I want you to answer the question I want you to answer the question where is the proof and this is completely by the by by the way I'm just okay, I'm, I'm okay, just dear. I'm just playing your I'm just playing your I'm just playing your sure. game where is the proof where is the proof sure. that any what? listen to me for a second where is the proof that any radio or TV presenter got money to push the vaccine or to push lockdown where is the proof there was a document oh a document good luck to you Ross can't be dealing with that. I just, I just don't have the patience. I really don't. Claire, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you? Hi, not too bad, are you? I'm sorry for getting annoyed at that, but that just pisses me okay. off. Excuse no, me. I was no, laughing. No, I, I was laughing. I'm sorry, I was laughing too. Every single person uh, who mm. works in the media has been hearing this for the last four years. I can tell yeah. you, I can tell you now, hand on my heart, on my family's life, I have never uh, got uh, a penny from Big Pharma to push anything. Um, no, I can't speak I for I can't speak for other members of the media, but I don't think anybody no. anybody did. Look, but that's why yeah. he doesn't. He hates Turberty. Yeah. He hates Turberty because he thinks oh, Turberty was pushing lockdown. He was pushing the the vaccine. Oh, I see. Oh. He hates the world. I'd say. Yeah. Hates the world. Oh, but as for the vaccine and for COVID, look, it's like we were in this vortex. It happened. And look, nobody had control over how it was going to pan out. We just had to do because we were so afraid. Nobody knew. Even the, the I know. And I, in fairness, I don't even because this isn't about no. the this isn't about yeah. COVID. I mean, no, it's not. It's, it's not. It, um, it's a, it's a, This is nothing to do with like, this is nothing no. to do with COVID. It has absolutely. But the, hang on, I just need to say this, Claire, because there's a cohort of people out there who were obsessed, obsessed. They tried to control us, new world order, all this absolute. Horse manure, and they're still going on about it now. Do you think um, he's been treated fairly by RTE? Um, no, and no. Um, like uh, the way I feel, I think that Ryan offered so much to Ireland and to everyone, and like he was such a good person. He is such a good person, right? But I just feel that he waited too long to say, okay. Um, like he was kind of saying, oh, well, I didn't know I got this from Renault, but like he kind of must, like if somebody sips a uh, hundred quid, like we're all aware of our bank accounts. I'm sorry. If you don't, then if you're not aware of what's in going in and out of your account, there's something wrong with you. Like you. 
Again, and I will say, if you work a 40-hour week, 9 to 5, and you're a PAYE worker, yes. And the only money going into your account is from one company that you work for. So if you are a manager for Tesco's, and that's the only job uh, you have as a manager for... Yeah, for I know, I'm sorry. No, this is going well, on no, for too long. No, this wasn't like a one-off thing. This is going on for a while. No, but the, the, the point I'm trying to make, thing. everybody keeps harping back to you You got to know what's coming into your account every month and every... Well, not every single cent. Not no. every single cent, but this is a substantial amount of money. This is not like... Um, 50 or 100 quid. No, it's a lot of, it's a lot of it's money. It's a lot of money. Okay, let me, let me ask you the question because we're running out of time rapidly on this. Uh, two questions I want to ask you. The first question is, are you sad that he won't be returning to his uh, his show? Uh, to the late, late show? No, I'm not because I think it's ran its time. I think it's time for him now to move on to other things. Don't want to see him witch hunted. Don't want to see, I'd love to see him in something else. Like he's great in radio. Yep. He's fantastic in charity. He's and, and I'm sorry, he's a people person. The man is a people person. Yep. And if anyone would could turn around and say to me, really, that he's a bad person, I would tell him straight away. Well, nobody, no, yeah, that. nobody is saying that. In fairness, like, when no, you, but they're trying to say that. Yeah. Oh, he's like uh, he robbed. Like you know, he was a grabber. You know, grab the money, grab the money. No, I don't believe for one second. He raised so much money. For charity, like you know, and did things above and beyond. Like I know people here where I'm from, where he took their children to the the toy show, and you know, like he did a lot of things off his own back. Like he paid for a lot of things from his own pocket, and you know, like he's a good person. I th- I believe he's a good person. I'd probably be. Killed for that, like, I don't sure. care. I don't care. I don't care what people. I, I what don't people believe. Say. I don't believe he should be witch hunted like Philip Schofield was. Uh, well, he did, yeah, because he didn't do anything. No. He didn't do anything illegal. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry for cutting across you, but I'm way out of time. Uh, we were only planned on talking about that for about twenty minutes. Uh, let me just read out. A, in fact, you know what I'll do? I will take a quick break. I'll come back. I'll uh, read out some of your uh, messages or voice notes and just mop up opinion on that. If you have an opinion uh, and you want to get it uh, into us, now is the time to do it. Don't moan about it afterwards when it's all over. Classic Hits Radio. Oh, wow. Yeah, I needed that break. I really did. Had to have a cup of tea and settle down. Um, I wasn't expecting that. But, you know, it is a divisive issue. And when you mention Ryan Tuberty, um, you know, some people do get annoyed uh, by the even the, by the very mention of the, the man's name. Let me read out a couple of your messages because there were so many people trying to get in on that we just couldn't get to. To, uh, all of them. So uh, let me read out a couple of your uh, messages. Here we go. Um, stopped. Oh God, here we go. Um, stop talking rubbish, Jeremy. Of course, everyone knows uh, what they are being paid until, uh, unless they are totally stupid, um, says uh, that person. And again, Carmel, at the risk of repeating myself for the fifth time, no, they don't. Maybe you do because you're wearing the same money every month because you're a PAYE worker. But when people are getting different incomes from different things that they do and different amounts are coming every every month. I mean, Carmel, do you have an accountant? Do you invoice for the job you do? Do you have to invoice uh, several different people? Do, does your money fluctuate month to month? No, it doesn't. So you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I like Tubbs, says uh, Kathleen, but he should take a pay cut. Yeah, I've said this all along. I think some of the wages uh, of people like Ryan Tuberty, I'm sure he would. In fact, he did agree. He said it himself that the money he was getting was, was eye-watering. I'm not, that's not the exact quote, but he does himself uh, understand uh, that um, he did uh, get 
way too much money. I mean, yeah, it is. Uh, I uh, never thought. <laughs> here we go. I never thought um, Ryan Tuberty was good on the Late Late Show. Uh, says that person. Well, again, four hundred and thirty odd thousand people disagreed with you. That's what the amount of people that were. Uh, that we're watching it, but, you know, don't let facts get in the way of your argument. Uh, it's the best news ever, uh, says this lovely person. Uh, says, Peter, I uh, hope he never returns to the radio in Ireland, says Peter. One of those, Peter's one of those people who um, hates the show, uh, and we get this all the time as well, hates the show, never listens to it, but knows exactly what it's about. Um, and uh, finally, uh, I think uh, Ron Tuberty was used as a scapegoat. Uh, shame on RTE. And then the very, very last one, showbiz and media is a cutthroat business, and uh, very few are forgiven, uh, says that person. I don't exactly know what you mean um, about very few are forgiven, but uh, there you go. Um, I can't stand people who make assertions. Sorry, I keep saying it's the last one, but there's so many coming in about Tubbs. Tubbs only did what he was asked to do, um, says uh, Darian. Thank you very much for all your calls, your comments, and your texts. And if we didn't get to you, uh, I apologise, because there's messages coming in now, and we could be going down rabbit holes Big Pharma and Pfizer rabbit holes. And to be honest with you, no, I haven't got the patience for it. Uh, it's not what the issue is about. Um, if Ryan Tuberty asked people to stay indoors during the pandemic, so did I, by the way. So did I. I didn't get paid to say that. Um, but I felt that it was important to protect other people. That's not what this conversation is about. Honestly, it's like you can't talk about anything nowadays. And there's a certain cohort of people there that just bring everything back to the, the vaccine, the vaccine. Or COVID, or lockdowns, controlling us, controlling us. You can't mention anything. They're just obsessed with it. It's living in their head, rent-free. Anyway, thank you very much for all your calls, your comments, and your texts. On to something completely different. And this is a pet peeve of mine, I have to say. And I want to hear from you if this is happening in your area. We're talking about illegal dumping, uh, or fly-tipping, as it's also called. Is it a problem in your area? We want to talk about this issue because it rarely gets highlighted, but it's something that I see happening every single day. And I'll tell you a few stories uh, in a moment of stuff that I've seen. But I want to hear from you if you have witnessed this People dumping sofas, dumping um, washing machines, cookers uh, at the side of the road in lame ways, black bags, thrown black bags out of their cars. In fact, if you live uh, in rural Ireland um, where there are lane ways and stuff like that, um, you've probably witnessed this a hell of a lot. Um, and I'm talking about fly tipping. Because in the news today was the story of a uh, play area park, a green in Crumlin, in Dublin, that, well, children have been left with nowhere to play because of illegal dumping of pallets. The green space on Cashel Avenue, which is in Crumlin, in Dublin, has been heavily cluttered by numerous pallets and other rubbish. I saw the photographs today, and I'm telling you, it's like bonfire night. Uh, there's literally pallets and rubbish just dumped everywhere. The kids can't even play there. Now, Dublin City Council insisted that the area is being maintained on a regular basis. It's understood uh, more pallets are being stored in neighbours' gardens. I don't know why they would be uh, storing pallets. But this is nothing. This is not um, unique to Crumlin or to Drimina or areas like that. This happens all over the country. Before we get down to the debate about it, I want to talk to a local Sinn Féin councillor, Dahi Doolan, about this and find out how bad the problem uh, actually is. Uh, Dahi, you're very welcome along to the show. Good, Good evening. on the show, Tom, but it's a very, very important issue. It certainly is. I saw the photographs, uh, Dahi, and I was... Uh, first of all, when I saw the photographs, I had to check the date because I assumed it was the 30th of October and they were get, getting all this stuff ready for Halloween. 
and it wasn't. This is happening right now. Tell me about that, that, that green area. Well, in Crumlin, um, Dublin, a big residential area built in the, in the 40s, 50s, kind of those old terraced houses. Many of those areas have big greens in the middle that facilitate young children to play games, football, sports, chasing. It, 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 and they're widely used in that area and they're essential to those communities. And unfortunately, that particular area um, has been taken over by pallets over the last short while, um, illegal, uh, illegally just dumped stored in some of the houses and dumped on the green. And that's a hazard to the young people. It's also taking their open space away at a time during summer holidays when they should be using it. We want all our children out and about playing and unfortunately they've been robbed of that. And that really condemns the community. It's not just illegal dumping per se, as bad and all it is, but it's an attack on the children and the community there. And also this comes at a huge cost. It's illegal and it comes at a cost of millions to Dublin City Council and other local authorities because somebody has to pick up the rubbish, somebody has to pick up the tab and pay the bill. And I would strongly encourage, I would strongly encourage the public when they see it happening, please report us because the people involved need to be hit hard in their pockets where they feel it. Because sometimes this isn't just the odd bag. When we talk about illegal dumping, I'm sure you and your listeners will be aware, it's not just the odd bag, even though that, that's a blight in our communities as well. Sometimes this is a commercial uh, uh, process where people actually pay for the rubbish to be collected. They don't care where it goes. And then it ends up in some green space, laneway, alleyway, street behind somebody's house. Well, sorry, Dolly, that's a question I want to ask you. But I've heard rumours of this before, that when you pay, you know, two, man, two men with a van and you pay them to take away, you know, your all your kitchen uh, stuff, um, washing machines, dryers, the whole lot, are you saying in some cases, and obviously not in all cases, reputable people doing this, but in some cases, they're literally taking 100 quid off you and dump it on the side of the road? I know it. It's been reported. It is something that I have championed a long time in Dublin City Council. Anybody who knows me knows that I'm always reporting it and also trying to ensure that those involved in it are faced the full rigours of the law and are hit in the pocket where they feel it and are put out of business. These are cowboys who are holding our communities to ransom by illegal dumping. Somebody's paying them, somebody sees it, people need to report it. But also, when people report it, they need to feel a confidence that action is taken. Because this is not some sort of hobby or passion. This is illegal. And it's illegal for a reason. Because it's our community, it contaminates the environment. And we're talking about some small corners of the community right across to massive uh, illegal dumps. Uh, but but sorry if I couldn't cross you, Joy. Why would somebody? I'm trying to look at the logic here. There is no logic yep. with these people. They're they're just dirty pigs. But what is the logic of dumping a refrigerator or a television when you can literally bring it to any electrical shop and as part of the recycling plan, you can literally leave it in a in a, a cage outside Paris City or whatever the case may be. Why did they need to dump it at the side of the road? Because I think people, some people are, are, are ignorant about the, the, the services. Some people are lazy. Some people think I'll pay a few quid and you'll deal with it. And it's out of my conscience, out of my backyard, out of my shed. Um, and it's, it's not just all fridges and freezers. People need to be clear. I've seen sofas. I've seen beds. I've seen chemicals. Um, commercial cooking oil. All this I spotted in ways and alleyways in Dublin. And I've had no problem reporting it. I report it as soon as I see it. I see it very here in Drimna, in Cherry Orchard. Vermont, Crumlin, the city centre, wherever I see it, I will report it because we need to put these people out of business and we also need to make sure that our streets are safe and clean because many of these um, uh, uh, tips and, 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 and the, the beds and, and the bins and, and, and the chemicals are also a danger 
They're a danger to communities. I mean, those pallets, children who went out playing could have got injured, could have fallen, they could have landed on top of their, their, their legs and damaged them. So people involved in this need to face the consequences. And they also need to realise the damage they're doing to our communities. I met with um, our own um, uh, uh, city council here in Ballyfern, the civic centre here. I had a meeting with the newly appointed officer to see what we could do to tighten the screws in those areas where there is illegal dumping. We know where the black spots are and let's tackle them. But I would encourage the public to pick up the phone. Myself, City Council, and the guards can only operate on information we're given. So I'd encourage people contact us so we get it done as quickly as, as well, quickly as we well, can. That's good to hear. I was, I was telling, I was saying at the start of this uh, topic when I was introducing it, I see this on a daily basis up by Clockran. Uh, at the back um, of the airport when I'm driving out mm-hmm. to I have a studio out in Port Marnock and I drive out the back roads and you see fridges dumped in the in the in the laneways you see black bags you see like you're saying you see sofas um, and the thing is how can you stop these people because on roads like that there's no CCTV Real People Real Opinions Real Talk Radio The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show I- I